Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Rulo. It is Wednesday, November 11th, 2015, and a happy Veterans Day to all. What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Special shout out to uh, top, top three, top five fan of the show, John Grace, veteran in arms. Thank you for your service. Uh, Eris, how are we doing today? Should probably spit out this gum I'm chewing right now before we started recording. Probably. I don't have any trash yet. You know what, man? I uh, I am used to powering through adversity. Yeah. I will survive this. I don't know. You look a little like you're sweating already. I I am I am really struggling right now with this gum. Hi, Cobert. How you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Yes. I think you shouted out John Grace. Yep. I love John Grace. He's a good dude. Yep. Just shout out to all the veterans out there. All of them. I said all of them. Literally every single one. And then I singled one out. Thank you for your service. And John, I hope you're enjoying your free Applebee's tonight. Try to get some nugs to go. Good, thanks. (laughs) Appreciate that. Call Bird, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. Just um, same old, same old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Staying strong. I like it. I like it. Trying. No? (laughs) How you doing? Oh, just living life like it's golden, man. I like that. A little pep in your step, Vic. I like it. It's yeah. a Joe Scott song. Mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for <laughs> it. So I know we got a few things to talk about today. We have some Comic Con reports. We have some uh, late breaking news from the world of professional wrestling, and we have some other things we're going to touch on. But before we get to that, Vic, we got your movie reviews. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I did manage to catch uh, three movies in the last week. Uh, first movie I saw, which is currently playing at the Avon on Thayer Street, is called Room. stars uh, Brie Larson and uh, Jacob Tremblay. It's based on the uh, 2010 uh, novel of the same name by uh, Emma Donahue. And it's, it's, a, it's a gut-wrenching film, man. It's one of the best films of the year. And the film stars Brie Larson, and she plays this woman who's trapped, who's held captive in this tool shed, which is uh, converted into in, like, this living quarters. And she's there with her son, and she's been captured for the past seven years. And um, she's there raising her son, who's five, who's been fathered by her, the same captor. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's just trying to, she's struggling, you know, she's on her wit's end. She's trying to find some way to escape. And uh, the film and the film is actually split into two distinct halves. The first half is where she's at, where her and her son are in the shed, trying to survive, trying to make it. And the second half deals with her son and her trying to readjust to life outside, because once they actually do escape. And uh, the, the film is just an emotional gut punch from beginning to end. And Brie Larson's performance was just great. I mean, she's definitely one of the best performances of the year. She's, she'll definitely get some notice, especially also a Jacob Tremblay, too, who was really good. He was like, he, he's eight years old, but he plays a five-year-old in the film. And the, the film is just the film is just awesome from start to finish. Um, I'd say that the film definitely would hold more impact for those who, for parents who do have kids. Mm-hmm. So I, I suspect. So definitely check out Room. Still playing at the Avon. Uh, awesome film. Uh, I also watched a, a film that was surprisingly good too. Uh, recently, a film I checked out at the library. Yeah. Um, so Melissa McCarthy's Spy. Oh God. That's with, a quality flick. It, it was. It was a quality flick. I was. I was quite surprised. And you know, mm. Melissa McCarthy. You know, she. You know, she. How most of her films are. She. You know, she's a fat, bumbling woman. Mm-hmm. And she kind of. kind of plays that. But she's a little, a little more competent than her usual. Uh, okay. Usual iteration of the character. She plays this uh, CIA analyst who tries to avenge the death of uh, Jude Law's character, who's like this James Bond type. Mm-hmm. And she's going after uh, the main villain, played by Rose Byrne, 
who's uh, just, just really, just really, really catty, really cunty, if you will. Whoa, and, whoa! Uh, that, that's her character. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Jason Statham, he plays, uh, he plays a, a, a dumb version of all the, ro- all the action roles that he's played in other movies. Oh, that's interesting, yeah, because actors and actresses that play the same character every time yeah. really get on my nerves by, like, the third movie. Adam he, Sandler, I'm looking at you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, Jason Statham, he was hilarious in it because um, he, when he referenced all the stunts that he did, like he references the stunts that he did in like, like, in, like other movies, like The Transporter and Crank, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. which kind of made it even more funny and meta. Mm-hmm. But Spy is a really cool film if you're into like a spy action spy comedy. Um, one of the, one of the surpri- one of my surprises of the year. Um, the third film, which is also in the espionage genre, is uh, the latest James Bond film, the 24th entry in the franchise, mm. Spectre. Mm. Which I did, which I did catch, and um, unfortunately, I'm sad to report that it was a disappointment. No, uh, I love James Bond. Uh, the The film begins in a great way. Uh, it begins with this with this unbroken tracking shot, mm-hmm. uh, which is, takes place in the Mexican Mexico, the Day of the Dead. Wasn't as good as True Buddies. <laughs> it was better, of <laughs> oh, but I don't know about but. That. Our thirty second shot was pretty good. Yeah, it was. But that, but this tracking shot goes on for about like almost five minutes, and oh. it's a, it, it's really awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, the film slowly declines in quality from there. Uh, the the story of that film, uh, Spectre, James Bond has to contend with uh, with this guy who who claims to be from his past. Mm-hmm. This guy uh, named uh, Franz Oberhauser, which is a badass name. It's played by Christoph Waltz, and you know you would think Christoph Waltz would be the perfect choice to be a Bond villain. Yeah. And if you see his role in Inglorious Bastards, for example, unfortunately, he's in the film for a grand total of 20 minutes. He's only in three key scenes, the whole movie. And the movie's two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. And and what I, what I didn't like about Spectre is that the whole film, how, they, how it tried to tie his character to the events of the previous three Craig, Daniel Craig films, yeah, yeah. it came off as really contrived. And and uh, the ultimate reveal of who Oberhauser is, he's actually, you know, which I, which I won't spoil. I didn't think it was necessary because it did not add anything to the plot. It was just like it was just mere fan service. Like if you knew who he was, it's like oh okay. But if you didn't know who he was, no, I think I know who it is. Yeah, it would it would make no bit of difference at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I know uh, um, I was really excited because when Quantum of, Quantum of Solace came out and they mm-hmm. implied that there was a, well actually I think when Casino Royale it implied that there was a big shadow organization behind everything and then yes. obviously if you've watched the previous James Bonds or 007s you know about Spectre mm-hmm. but then they did Skyfall which is a really good movie but it was oh, yeah. like a standalone movie that had nothing to do with that stuff so I'm like oh damn it I have to wait even longer for them to the culmination of this so yeah. I'm still going to see it yeah, yeah, I think it's still it's still worth seeing if you can catch it at a matinee price. I wouldn't pay full price for it in the evening, mm-hmm. but it it does have some positive qualities like the cinematography, which is which is awesome. It's, it's beautifully shot, almost almost as much as almost as well as Skyfall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cinematographer was Hoyt Van Hoytima, who did the cinematography for Interstellar and Her. Oh, okay. uh, so oh, and, Her was good, yeah. yeah. And it also has a good score by Thomas Newman too, who also scored Skyfall, which is my favorite film in the Bond series. But uh, Spectre is, um, like I said, it's 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 fair to middling at best. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say it's a good. It's, it makes for a good rental, but unfortunately, um, it's not the type. Of, not not the Bond film I, I was looking for. We need a Victor grading system. <laughs> Matinee rental, full Red, price. Redbox. Redbox. Illegally, stream it. <laughs> um, it's my favorite. Or just, <laughs> or just don't. Yeah. Or don't. 
No, you still can see every movie that no one demands. That's still part yeah. of the, that's okay. part of the deal. Right. See every movie. I'd okay. say I'd say rent it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm such a big Bond fan, I'll definitely see it at some point in the theater. Whether it's matinee or not, I do not know. Yeah. But um, so you said Skyfall was your favorite Bond film ever. Absolutely. Okay. So I'm gonna, I was going to ask you if, of the Daniel Craig's, which is where does this rank? Um, I would say Skyfall, Casino Royale. Uh, I'm going to be it's a little controversial Quantum of Solace then Spectre it is truly controversial yeah <laughs> now, I will say this Quantum of Solace receives a lot of unnecessary hate mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's not a perfect film mm-hmm. but I don't think it deserves all the scorn that it received yeah yeah I just miss... none of them are better than Layer Cake I'll take your word for it <laughs> I disagree but Eva Green was in Casino Royale so that mm-hmm. makes it number one in my book she's Casino Royale was really good it was really yeah, good and it saved good. James Bond because it was it was going down hard. I don't think James Bond would ever go down, bro. No, it never, but it can go really bad. Right, don't don't ever, ever, let me start that over. Have you ever seen License to Kill? Yes. It's really bad. <laughs> Timothy There's Dalton. a bunch of really bad Bond films. Oh, yeah. Nobody's denying that. Well, that nearly killed Bond. I'm just saying it's never going to just go away. No, no, no. no. But after that, I think they were gone for like five or so years. And then yeah. Daniel Craig was really good. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, like they, they went more realistic with yeah. his Bond, which is really good. To and that makes me excited for Bourne, too, because that's kind of what they're playing. Yeah, but if you yeah. want to see yeah. a pre-Bond Daniel Craig, watch you some Layer Cake. Okay. It's a fantastic I can't even name a Daniel Bond film. A Daniel Craig movie outside of Bond, yeah, uh, besides Layer Cake. Road to Perdition. I've heard of that before. Yeah. I've never seen it, but I've heard Excellent movie. But I'll check out Spy, too, because I feel like I, I give to I feel like I criticize Melissa McCarthy Defiance, I believe, was one of his. Yep. It was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but I give her too much flack. I think I have to give her some more credit because hey, you want you got if you got it, you got it. Keep making that money. Yeah, I mean Melissa McCarthy. I mean if if you know she shines when there's good, genuinely funny material like mm-hmm. Bridesmaids, for example. Yeah, yeah. But then Bridesmaids. there's also but there yeah absolutely. Then there's also Identity Thief, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I love Mr. Bateman too. Yeah, right. that bad. No. Identity wasn't as bad as Victor makes it. Out. <laughs> it's not. It was. It's a bad movie. It's yeah. not offensive though. <laughs> oh, it's offensive for me because I have personal experience in that department. Identity theft. Oh, so. gross! Got your identity stolen. Ew. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. So I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Victor's just biased. That's fair. That's fair. I did have a shadowy organization try to take over my entire life, so I understand how James Bond feels. <laughs> Who's your organization? Can you name it? Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't Quixer. That was the thing they tried to like mix them. They tried to separate them. Oh, yeah. Netflix tried to do Quixer, which was the DVDs, and Netflix, which was the streaming. Mm-hmm. And they like scrapped it within 24 hours because everyone freaked out. Oh. People don't, they don't QA this shit. They don't QA it. Yeah, that's horrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. But... Um, Did I'll you ever get your identity situation straightened out, Vic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Good. Okay. The yeah. thief was smarter than Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Clearly. You'd have to chase them it's across weird. the country. Just stop giving your social security to <laughs> random people, Vic. That guy that did the commercials for like LifeLock or whatever the hell that thing is, mm-hmm. was like, I protect your identity. Let me give you my social security number on air. He totally had his identity stolen. <laughs> so it's a terrible idea. That was a terrible idea. Oh goodness. Um, that's that is your movie minute with Vic. Mm-hmm. But thanks for that. Call Bird, what you been up to? Um, other than Comic Con, we're going to get into uh, later on tonight. Uh, the um, not really much. It's been like a pretty like just work and f- 
Work filled week, but um, I managed to catch uh, the latest episode of uh, Walking Dead. Where um, I don't know if I want to spoil it for anybody. Is everyone caught up? Mm-hmm. I'm caught I up. I am. I don't watch it, so I don't care. Maggie's knocked up. Yeah, that happened. No Jesus. <laughs> it's it's a terrible situation. So I mean, it's pretty. You know, it's I guess it's pretty deep in the aspect of all the like somewhat drama that Rick went through when um, Judas was coming in television wise <laughs> but um, I mean I'm very interested I'm interested to see like where that goes I'm not I think they should scrap it now well I I mean I don't know how much it follows along with the comic books I mean I None. Think, yeah, like, things get crazy but I know that that's something that happens in the comic books it does? Yeah. Maggie gets knocked up in the comic books? no I, I believe so oh nope. interesting I did not know that because I've never heard that Maybe she doesn't. Well, the most interesting thing probably... had, I thought that episode was mediocre. I don't know. If you read the comic books, let's I mean, it was, but. I thought the episode before, like, the first two episodes of the season were awesome. Walking then Dead. This, that two... is literally. This, that is Walking Dead. Yeah. That is Walking Dead. Like, oh, Miguel, this is why I love the show so much. Oh, my gosh, this is why I hate this show so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last two have been mediocre. Yeah. Morgan needs to shut the hell up and grow up hair and kill dangerous people. Sorry, the greater good is served by killing that dude. Kill mm. him. Oh, I know what's in the comic book. That she no, she's not bringing the comic book. I remember right. now. Right. But there is a child involved in some way, but it's not her. Whatever. It's oh, not important. There's a few kids involved. Yeah. Like okay, I'll say this right now. In the comic book, Sophia is still alive. So is Andrea. Yeah. So yeah. I think so, Sophia has something to do with it. But whatever. It's relevant. Unless you read the comic book, let us know. Um, but yeah, that's Walking Dead. The Mike biggest, yeah. yeah. The biggest thing that happened was they for Walking Dead is they cast uh, Negan. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that too. That's pretty yeah. big. Yeah. I know a lot of the comic book fans have been waiting for that character to be introduced. Mm-hmm. He is the biggest of the big bad of that series. Yeah. So, that's interesting to me. Yeah, um, yeah he's a pretty, he like makes the governor look like a lieutenant governor. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's clever. Nice recovery. Thanks, guys. <laughs> But, I don't know, I, that's why I stopped watching Walking Dead myself, Carver, but you can survive these boring episodes because you know what's to come. More excitement. Yeah, somewhat. They, they kind of, like, are where I left off in the comic book, so I kind of have to just, all right, let me just go back and read these damn comics again. Uh, okay. Did you just stop reading them all together, or are you just waiting for, like, the next No, I just kind of, st- I just got sidetracked by one thing, and then I just stopped. Yeah. But it's good that they're two completely separate entities. I have full intentions on going back to <laughs> just stuff just comes up and I just don't like. I got you. Don't worry. I still got lots life. of games I gotta beat. Life, right? Life yeah. happens, right? But these last few days I've been watching a lot. Fucking of adulthood. <laughs> <laughs> Adulthood's okay. But right. what do you guys think about Walking Dead lately? Um, well, I agree with Harris that the last episode was just blah, mediocre. Yeah. It's just like treading water for. The I will say, season. yeah, I will say I would agree with that, but I'm still like interested what to ask to like what they what they're gonna do with it, mm. and just like where everything where everything's well, gonna go. Yeah, I'm interested in that too. But the problem is for me is that they're taking their sweet ass time to get there. It feel, feels like there's a lot of filler, man. I don't give a damn about that lady's son. Fuck that guy. I hope somebody pushes him off the wall into the fucking Walker army. Probably will happen. Good. (laughs) I hope so. I don't care what that guy's doing. Fuck him. He's an a-hole, clearly. 
He's taking credit for things he didn't do. He's stealing from people while acting all noble. Fuck that guy. Mm, he got him. drunk. Good. I hope he stumbles off the wall and falls into the army of walkers. <laughs> Listen, however it happens, I'm fine with it. That's, I mean, that, it, it, it is bothering me that they are taking such a slow burn approach. Like, ever since the whole Glenn stuff happened, yeah. I've just, I'm just like... Yeah, they're trying, they're trying to keep the... Why are you doing this? It's like they're trying to keep that high. We got three more episodes, then they take their little mid-season break. Yeah, oh, I gotcha. When's N- Negan? Is he the... They're like, you might be losing Thank interest Negan. now, but you know you want to know what happened to Glenn, so you're going to watch anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. If you just didn't watch those two episodes, would anything have changed? No. No. Mm, yeah, Legit, nothing. It's yeah. like nothing really happened. Well, the, the, just the simple fact that Maggie's gonna go, was going to go out and look for him. Right, and then oh, didn't, so you. who cares? <laughs> Have you guys, did any of you guys watch Fear the Walking Dead? Nope. No. Uh, I made an attempt to watch the first episode and then fell asleep and just saying, okay, I'll catch <laughs> up on it, and just never did. Oh, nice. <laughs> and um, it was only like six episodes. Gotcha. The most exciting thing about the last two episodes of The Walking Dead has been the trailers for Into the Badlands. Because that looks, show looks, looks B.A. It yeah. does. So, it does. Is that an AMC show? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It starts next week, I believe. Yep. Something like that. Yeah, it looks awesome. So like, I've, I've been reading up on that show since it was like in the production process. And it's like a AMC's big martial arts uh, show. What's it about? Besides martial arts. It apparently takes place like in the future. Ooh. And guns are outlawed, I guess. And I guess uh, society has broken up into a series of baronies. Baronies? Yes. So there's barons. Oh, and yeah, okay. Apparently, uh, one of the barons, uh, our our main hero is one of the like, uh, what what do they call them? The the killers, the, the assassin kids. Uh, they assassins? had a name for them. <laughs> I don't know. But they he like trains assassins basically. Like they train like all the barons train assassins, and the like most badass one is like the main character mm-hmm. of the show, and basically like the his master. They, it seems like they're basically slaves, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and his master is basically like he has the biggest, most badass assassin army, so he's got like a lot of power and stuff. So, That's cool. looks like it's kind of his journey to escape from that life mm-hmm. while Real kicking a lot of ass. And if I'm not mistaken, is Gerard Butler in the show? I don't believe so. No, but I think the guy's name is like Danny Yu, who was mm-hmm. also in The Raid Redemption. Mm-hmm. Awesome mm-hmm. movie, by the way. It was on the other night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He must have someone that looks like Gerard Butler then. Yeah. There is a dude that looks like Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was him. No, it's not him. Definitely not. But uh, yeah, that, that show looks awesome. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah. That's all you've been doing the past week is just looking up that show? No. What, you been, what, what else have you been up to? <laughs> uh, so I've uh, seen a couple of things um, since our last meeting here. Uh, first off, um, I just uh, grabbed this uh, sweet... Nintendo new 3DS uh, XL and uh, checking that out looking forward to uh, previewing checking out a little bit of that uh, Zelda Link Between Worlds that looks like a sweet game great game but I haven't played any handheld stuff in ages so uh, I will be sharing some of that experience hopefully I'll get some Pokemon going (laughs) I'm saying I I can't believe how Quickly, I beat that Zelda. That's really it's a really good one though. Mm. I uh, highly recommend it, and it's a sequel. It's like a direct sequel to Link to the Past. Would you? That's weird. Yeah, weird. Zelda's never have direct sequels, right? Um, 
but as far as just stuff I have uh, watched uh, and whatnot, uh, so I finished uh, the first season of Knights of Sidonia, which I spoke about last uh, show, and uh, yeah, that continues to be pretty, pretty good. Um, that ended on kind of a bang, and I started uh, season two, I'm only like one episode into that, but it starts off like uh, introducing a new uh, closer to home big bad, which is pretty cool. Um, with direct kind of ties to the hero's uh, murky past. Uh, and, and a lot of stuff is revealed about him uh, and some big space battles happen. I don't want to ruin a uh, story for people that are going to hopefully watch it, but that is a quality show. Um, I continue to enjoy it. And... Uh, uh, well, Carl played Carl's videos in the background. Carl owns everyone's beer. That's what she wants. We, we was mentioned on something on Instagram, and then I went to go click on it, and it oh, just was it like a real life mention. Or was it just one of those like we're gonna mention everyone in the universe? It was no. Was it the second one? Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, Sorry, guys. Uh, on recommendation of one of my boys, a uh, friend of the show, Wilson, uh, I started uh, checking out a new anime. That just came out called One Punch Man. I've seen snippets of this. This is a real thing. It is a real thing. Oh, I thought it was like a okay. And it is BA and it is ridiculous. <laughs> for people, uh, for reference uh, to anime fans out there, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Kill a Kill, uh, which was just a really like offbeat, weird comedy anime. Mm-hmm. Um, so this reminds me, uh, and it was like very action packed as well. Um, this reminds me of that, where basically if you looked at like, uh, for example, like just look at look at like the poster for this, like you would look at it and you'd yeah. be like, damn, that that looks ba. Mm-hmm. Those dudes are probably just gonna fucking people up. It is silly as hell, man. Like this thing is about a dude who is uh, an unemployed, uh, like early twenties uh, individual uh, in Japan. And one day, basically, like, they live in this world where monster superheroes and supervillains are very normal. They have, like, a superhero registration uh, department and stuff like that. So you can be, like, an officially licensed superhero uh, and all this stuff. So there's, like, just, the you know, hundreds upon hundreds of heroes, villains, monsters, and all of this stuff. Like, it's very normal. Um, and one day, he's basically walking back from a job interview for a job he didn't get. And he uh, is depressed as hell. And then there's this monster just comes out of nowhere and just starts destroying everything in his path. And he runs up on that on, on our main character, whose name is Saitama. And he's like, I'm about to kill you. And dude is like, yeah, I don't give a damn. Go ahead. I'm, I'm worthless. I'm jobless. I don't care. And the monster lets him live because he's like... Yeah, I'm not going to kill you because <laughs> your eyes are as dead as mine. <laughs> You've got nothing to live for, so I'm going to let you live. Um, so from that, he basically ends up going on like a rampage, and the monster is looking for a little boy who uh, drew nipples on his body. He is a crab monster <laughs> who turned into a crab monster by eating too much crab. He was a man who ate too much crab and turned into a crab monster. Um, and a boy caught him sleeping in the park and drew nipples. <laughs> <laughs> so um, our main hero basically ends up saving this kid. He ends up, uh, you know, having a heart, saving the kid. And from there, he basically got, like, uh, you know, an acceleration or something to live for. And he wanted to be a superhero. So for the next three years, he ends up training super hard. Just, like, 
running uh, like 100 miles a day, doing like 100 push-ups, 100 pull-ups, 100 squats every single day, every single day for three years straight to the point where he becomes so powerful, he can beat anything with one punch. So This was really one punch, man. That's why it's called One Punch Man. So our story basically picks up where he is now One Punch Man, and he wears this silly-ass getup where he's just got, like, a yellow jumpsuit with a cape and red gloves. Uh, it's like a... Like his his getup is like a like onesie pajama, kind of. Um, and basically, anything that runs up on him gets killed with one punch. And he is extremely bored because he got into the hero business for fun and he wanted to be challenged. And now nothing challenges him. Because <laughs> <laughs> I saw stuff on Reddit about this and I thought it was like a joke thing. No, People, that thing like, is real. Thing. Wow, that's so like, funny. There is, uh, there is the, the secondary main character of, of the show is a young cyborg uh, and uh, named Genos. And he basically runs up on him because he is fighting... Uh, a mosquito monster woman uh, in the city so she basically uses she can control mosquitoes here is controlling the mosquitoes to go and basically suck the blood out of everybody in the city and then she would take that blood which powers her up um, so he was fighting her and he was struggling so hard and he was literally about to die like you see this whole episode they're having this badass fight and this dude just wanders in from the grocery store and he's just like what's going on here and dude, like, Cyborg's about to die. And he just steps in and slaps the fuck out of the mosquito woman and splats her on a wall. And the, the Cyborg dude is just like, what? <laughs> now, is this, is this Japanese, man? Yes. Is it subbed? It is subbed, yeah. Okay. It's on Hulu. All right. Mm. Um, so he he forces his way into being uh, Saitama's disciple, mm-hmm. uh, and basically, like, so uh, the 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 other part of the comedy, the comedy comes from him just being so powerful he can beat anything. But he's just like a regular dude, mm-hmm. and now he's got this disciple who wants to learn from him how he became so strong, and he's a cyborg, so he's already like physically pretty. You know, he's all set. He's got half robot or whatever, or mostly robot actually. So he has no clue what to do with this dude because he's like, all I did was strength training, bro. (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. So he just ends up like making up a bunch of bullshit um, to to, like make himself seem more wise and important than he actually is. And they end up going through uh, the the official superhero registration because Saitama didn't know that you can become like a... He's like, why the hell don't people know me? Like I've killed and destroyed Mm -hmm. and shut down more like mafias and monsters than any other person in the world the last three years. And nobody knows my name. He's like, well, unless you're a official hero, nobody will. So they end up taking the hero test, and the cyborg dude, Geno, sends up, uh, like, the, the heroes are ranked um, from, like, D through class S, which is, you know, like, the strongest class or whatever. Genos becomes a class S because there is a written exam and a physical exam, and he's really good at both. So he ends up getting the highest rank right off the bat, and the main dude ends up becoming uh, C. So he basically destroys all the physical records because he's so damn strong, but he's a fucking idiot. So he does terribly in the written portion, and he's a C-level hero, and more hilarity in C. It's a funny show. It's really good. Wilson, thanks for the recommendation. Uh, really good stuff. I need to get Hulu. Why don't I have not have Hulu? I don't know why. You're dumb. If you like anime, you have to have yeah, Hulu, because they have almost everything. I didn't realize it had that much. It, it legit has everything. Like, it, it airs. Everything airs, so that that's they don't do season, like... 
seasons yeah. like uh, like Netflix does. So it yep. just airs like right after the it airs in Japan, mm-hmm. it goes on Hulu. Um, the other thing that I've watched a couple of episodes of on Hulu again, uh, there is a new Mobile Suit Gundam series mm-hmm. called Iron Blooded Orphans. Whoa! And it's about kids who are orphans, and they are basically forced to be slave labor. Is it officially Gundam? It is officially Gundam. That's cool. Mobile Suit Gundam, Iron Blooded gotcha. Orphans. Really good. If you like Gundam, you like it. I'll watch more. I'll report back later. Okay. <laughs> I just, yeah, just if Hulu is good for the anime, and it gives you an hour and a half episode of Monday Night Raw, because there's no way in hell I'm watching three hours. <laughs> no way in hell. I thought that was your jam, bro. Those aren't. I, I mean, I love professional you wrestling. Love three hours. No, hell no. No one does. No one's got time for that. <laughs> Shit. Like, their, their ratings are, I mean, I know ratings are different, because now with YouTube and Hulu and everything, their ratings are technically the lowest they've ever been, ever. Oh, really? Yeah, because this shit's too long. Yeah, I mean, when I when I used to watch wrestling, it was only two hours. Yeah, what the hell? And it actually had like stuff going on. Now it's just like random match with Sheamus, <laughs> <laughs> like, and like halfway through is a commercial. But Sheamus was a huge superstar. He is, but he physically, is. he's oh. he's he's dull as dishwasher. Yes, really? Yes. Oh. If you get him with another big guy and they go hoss on one another, it's a really good match. But other than that, like, what is his character? Is like, I'm Irish. And I'm angry. <laughs> that's his character. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just it's too. It's way too long. It's way too long. Yeah. I actually prefer Babyface, Seamus, than Hero Seamus. I just I, he could be a block of wood. <laughs> Probably is. One. I mean, he, was just more, he, had more, he actually had more personality. Than What's that Jutsu in Naruto when he turns into a block of wood? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> that is one though I know it that it seemed like he had more personality on I don't remember face than a hero. Yeah. it was I mean when cause I remember he was he, fun he turned baby face when Mark Henry was going through his hall of pain phase and then Seamus came out I was like I'll fight him I'm like oh that's cool he's a good guy now and then he was pretty good and then it just yeah no he took like, time off got an ugly haircut and yeah. then now he looks stupid now he's here yeah huh. yep. yeah started at the bottom now he's still yeah. at the bottom and speaking of wrestling no oh, don't say it how unfortunate is it? Have you know? Have you said what you've been up to? I'll get. To, I'll get to that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say like, how unfortunate is it for the WWE that Seth Rollins is out with a with a severe knee injury, six to nine months on Tour the show. ACL. I'd say it's about as unfortunate as. Uh, Dan Lewis of the Patriots being lost for yeah. because of a torn ACL. I, how about that much? I am so upset by Seth Rollins' injury. He's he was all I had left. <laughs> Seth Rollins was literally all I had left. I've been so upset when I got that first message because I knew he got hurt, but I was hoping he just tweaked it like he had before. But Carl Bird's one that broke the news like Adam Schefter, and it broke my heart. And like I was even turning into Aaron's like I don't even want to watch. I don't want to watch Survivor Series. I don't even want to watch right now. I don't want to watch. I have to watch. I don't want to watch. As, under, as a lifelong Undertaker fan, I, don't I have to. Yeah. I don't want. No, he's gonna. I'm so upset. So I was so upset this week that all I've been doing is laying on my couch, eating bonbons, and watching Flash and Arrow <laughs> on Netflix. I'm finally caught up on Arrow all nice. the way. I finally caught up all the way because I. Wow. Uh, no, you're not. Because in their new episodes that you can watch on Hulu, I can also watch them on the CW app. Boom, which <laughs> I've been doing. Uh, and then Flash, I've been I'm like halfway through the first season, <laughs> and all I gotta say is I'm more of an Arrow fan than Flash. And the third season of Arrow was not. Great, in my opinion. There's a little yeah. too much CW lovey dovey stuff. Have you watched? 
Uh, I haven't watched either show, but what worries me is that both shows are like 24 episodes, have 24 episode seasons, I believe. Yeah, so that's like 23 or 24, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's like a lot of... It is a lot. It is a lot, but it's... it's a commitment. It's good. It's good. Um, they do like good... I mean, it's interesting, because they kind of both start the way Smallville did, mm. where they both start with like Villain of the Week, but then they kind of grow from there, and they have like an overarching story. Um, Arrow's really good. It's a little bit darker than Flash. Flash is a little more like campy, which is all right. But I had my, I had, I found myself like doing other things as I was watching it with Arrow. I was always there. Yeah. And the first season of Arrow was really good because it was just Arrow, no one else. And then like the hero gallery keeps growing because everyone loves their shared universes. Season two of Arrow is the best. Season two was the best because it had Deathstroke. That's bad. Season guy. two of Arrow was awesome. Like that's a really good season of television. Yeah. I quit like less than midway through season three because it just wasn't as interesting. It got a little CW ish. Yeah. A little lovey-dovey, a little too much of that, a little too much crying mm. for my taste. Although I did cry after hearing the news about Seth Rollins. <laughs> That's totally different. It's totally different. But Survivor Series this week, or next week, is going to be a tournament for the new champion. So definitely shakes things up. Yes. It actually already started Monday. Yeah, it started on Monday yeah. Raw. Yes, it's going to be on the 22nd. Yeah, I'm still going to watch it. So I have to, but I did not watch my Raw. This is the 25th anniversary of Undertaker. You have to watch it. Well. Undertaker, Blundertaker, <laughs> whatever. One more time. I have to play <laughs> my hand. <laughs> my <laughs> client, Brock Lesnar, conquered the streak. He's not going to be there, right? Brock, Brock Lesnar's not going to be there? Nah. Maybe. No. They've been making some like desperate calls to like call John Cena back right. early. Oh, yeah. Give the guy a break. Call The Rock to come in. Like, mm-hmm. you know, listen, they, they got right. desperate. I will say, like, with, with Seth Rollins, I wasn't 100% in love with his title reign because of how he was booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, that happens a lot. But I say, like, like, the fact that, you know, he's no longer the champion because of the, because of the injury, it kind of exposes just how thin yeah. the, uh, the main event, main event, main eventers are yep, yep, yep. on the main roster. Because besides Cena, besides Rollins, who do you have? Cena and... Uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, who... That's hard as they try. They're trying hard to push him to be the next John Cena, and no one's buying it. I'm just going to say this real quick. Roman Reigns, and then we'll move on to our Comic-Con review. Mm -hmm. Um, Roman Reigns' career mirrors The Rock's, like, a hundred... Did I say that right? (laughs) Well, actually, I mean literally a hundred (laughs) percent. Because they both played college football. Yep. They both went to the CFL, and they couldn't make it in the NFL. They both... Washed out of that, became wrestlers. They both got pushed to the moon as a babyface because of their their Samoan heritage. Mm-hmm. They both got booed. The only difference is The Rock became a bad guy. Roman Reigns hasn't done that yet, and The Rock won his first WWE title at a Survivor Series Deadly Games tournament mm-hmm. for the vacant WWE Championship. Yeah. Yo, that is so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I never thought about it. I am hoping for hope that Roman Reigns makes it to the final and turns heel just like The Rock did. I think that's I'm awesome. actually hearing that Dean Ambrose was supposed to be That would also be awesome, yeah. Because he's like, getting over way too good, and you know how they like, do that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. whack. It's like, he's like, I personally thought like the Shield could have like went on for longer as baby faces. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But they, I feel like they were so thin even back then, that's why they split all three of them up. Um, but I'm just waiting for Seth Rollins' glorious return as a white meat baby face. <laughs> I feel like Roman Reigns turning at the end would be the perfect mirror for The Rock. It'd be perfect. It's like, it's perfect. Perfect. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure WWE's thinking, hey, it yeah. worked that one time. Sure did. Well, they, 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 that was different because they took a little bit of a t- turn where he was a bad guy, and then he was getting over on his own, and then instead of making him to the top, they just turned him, which was weird back then in 98. Hmm. Usually you keep that guy going up, and that's what they're doing with Roman. With well, actually, no, The Rock was already a bad guy. 
He was bad with Nation of Domination, and then he became good after just because people just loved him so much. Mm-hmm. So it was weird. The old Nation of Domination. Yeah. I mean, I was a rock. I was, the Rock was my boy, especially back then. I remember talking. <laughs> I remember being as a kid, being like, oh, man, The Rock's going to lose the tournament because Mankind works with Vince McMahon. He's bad. He's evil. They just, they was, turn, yeah, they turned on Kayfabe Mankind. Only. Yeah. <laughs> Kayfabe only. Kayfabe only. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. But, yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. Um, checked out the saw a bunch of the Celtics game a few weeks back, which I forgot to mention on the last show. That was awesome. Uh, had a birthday friend of the show, Angela Marandola. Uh, went with her for her birthday, and that was a really good time. And the Celtics season is back, so I've been watching a lot of basketball. A lot. Very Gross. But forget all that. <laughs> you three, not myself, due to extenuating circumstances, all went to Comic-Con this past weekend. Yes. Yes, we did. Not all together, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. How should, we, how should we, like, start this story? Who should tell the story? About so, that? me and myself and Carl went to Comic-Con. We had a good old time. Yeah. That was a good time, Comic-Con. That was cool. Uh, so, we can talk about the good time that we had, Carl. We so, You know, we, uh... We went there. Uh, first off, there was a lot of people there, man. I I did not expect Rhode Island Comic Con to have that many people there. Like that damn place was sold out. Like I'm like Rhode Island Comic Con. Bah! No, nobody's ever gonna go to that. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from what I heard, the line like. The line as when it opened at about 10 o'clock. Vic, let the us line. know about that. Yeah, you were there at 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I actually showed up early. I wanted to get the full Comic-Con experience. So, so I wait did... in line for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I just wanted to see what it was like. So I, I oh, went... well, We got so... the full Comic-Con experience. Oh, yeah. And we showed up at 12. <laughs> I, so I, I, I found... No it... line. I found ample parking at the at the Providence Place. Oh, yeah, here's a quick shout out to everyone. If you're doing something at the Dunk or at... Or anywhere in that general vicinity mm-hmm. or the convention center, park at the mall. Yeah. Park at the mall and walk. Just park at the mall. A lot of yeah. people don't seem to know that. And when you're paying, when you're leaving, don't stand in line for an hour. Just fucking pay on your way out with your, when you're in your car. Yep. You see so many people in lines after events. Mm-hmm. Just a quick shout out if you listen to the show, that advice is for free. Please continue. <laughs> yeah. So I said, that's exactly what I did. I yeah. parked at the mall. Good call. And uh, when I when I arrived at the convention center and uh, the Dunkin' Donuts center, so they told us, okay, everyone's go to go all the way to the uh, all ticket buyers buy go all the way to the uh, end of the line. And you had yours pre-purchased, right? Yeah, pre-purchased. Yep. So everyone who already had their tickets. So I walked from the from the Dunkin' Donuts center up several blocks all the way <laughs> all the way to Cedar Street off Federal Hill. Holy yeah. smokes! That's where the line started. Wow. But it was cool though because the act, the line actually was fairly brisk. It, we actually got to got to the event actually just under an hour, oh and and it was it was it was just cool seeing all the cosplayers yeah. in line. You know, every, everyone. I saw a lot of really creative ones. I saw I saw a whole lot of Deadpool ones. I saw yeah he's yeah he's, uh, he's getting yeah. bigger and bigger. Yep. Yeah, I also saw one Deadpool in a, in the same colors and logo as the Green Lantern. Kind of like okay, a, we came across like that. A, yeah, we saw that. Again. As like, like a meta joke, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, uh, when I was standing in line, there was one dude behind it. me who was dressed as one of the Spartans from 300. So oh, that's that guy. 
Yeah. Thankfully, it was not very cold that day. Yeah. It was actually it was, really nice. I, I went to the first yeah, year of Comic Con and I had to wait in that, and it was so disorganized, and it still seems it's, it's getting somewhat better. But I don't know. I wasn't there this year, but it was so cold, yeah. and that line was way too long. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing back then. I'm like, this is the first year. It's not gonna be that many people. Nope. And they're, they had no idea where to well, go that way. Rhode Island's mm-hmm. getting a Comic Con. I mean, yo, yeah. we have to go see it. It's a little roadie. What the hell, yeah. man? Yeah, I, I will say though, seeing all those cosplayers there, I did feel underdressed because <laughs> I just I just came there, you know, just my regular self. But I do have some kick-ass ideas for next year's Comic Con. I will cosplay for the next. We're next gonna year plan show. ahead a little bit better for next oh, year. Nice pick. <laughs> yeah. You on your own for that? I, uh, I'm just gonna be Ash Ketchum because I'm that costume is perfect. I I wore my sweet Cowboy Bebop T-shirt and got compliments on it. Oh, so sure. take Bebop. that, cosplayers! <laughs> yeah. I wore my Dallas Cowboys hat. And oh, met a lot of interest. Met some Cowboys fans. So, God. I mean, our season's pretty much over. But go Cowboys! <laughs> random Cowboy fans are the worst. Some would say random Patriots fans, fans are the worst. worst. Mm. Not newbie Patriots. <laughs> newbie Patriot fans Not are horrible. New England, sir. Mm. We'll save Were that story. Any, we'll save that story for the end. Were there any New England <laughs> Patriot cosplayers? No. no. Uh, there was a guy with a Patriots R2D, like a droid that's jersey. Right. That's exactly what I was looking for. Yeah, that works. It, <laughs> it looked like a, ho- like a hockey um, jersey, mm-hmm. sweater type yeah, jobbies yeah. that yeah. hockey players wear. Like the white. Yeah, but it yeah, was yeah. Patriots themed and it was like droid based. It was, cool. pretty, it was pretty cool. I liked it. It was creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah I enjoyed that. Did you guys play cool. any games? See any artists? See any. Um, so that, that's one thing that. Uh, that sort of disappointed me about Comic-Con. Um, first off, you're right, we need to plan better next year. <laughs> Definitely 100%. I am currently o- uploading all the pictures that I took onto our Instagram, so check them out, at Corex Prime Podcast on oh, Instagram. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Cool. So, um, we, we did not plan to like go see any seminars or any of the yeah. talks that were going to happen there we just said you know what let's just go we'll show up to comic-con we'll you know wing it we'll have a good time yep um when we got there um it, it first off it wasn't very well organized they felt oh no um, yeah it's been it has not been great yeah since so, the beginning and i was reading facebook comments and people got very upset. <laughs> yeah, so we basically latched on to the first line that we came across. And we were like, I don't know where we're going, but we're going somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it turned out to be some line for taking pictures with some celebrity. I don't know who, who cares. I'm not going to fucking pay to take pictures with celebrity. Screw that. I think that. it was Jason Momoa. No, I don't think so. He was later on in the day. Um, they said the name. I just don't recall who it was. Um, so we ended up leaving that line, going to another line that led down towards the bowels of the Dunkin' Donut Center, mm-hmm. um, where we quickly found that there were more booths for pictures with more celebrities and stuff for sale. Turned out that was most of the show, <laughs> uh, which sort of disappointed me, but um, there, if you, you know, if you got, uh, like that area downstairs was all sales, which I did not like. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I ended up running into a friend of mine who I hadn't seen in a while, former co-worker of ours, Mike Haskins. Oh, yeah. He was a uh, volunteer at Comic-Con, and he was, I ran into him, and I dap him up, and he's like, hey, man, I'm sorry, I gotta go. I'm uh, running celebrities. So he's the one who's, like, bringing the people over to, like, take pictures of celebrities and, mm-hmm. like, you know, take care of their every needs. Every need. Every need. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Mike Hassan. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
we ended up finding some some cool stuff when we went up, upstairs actually um there was uh just the, the big show floor there were a lot of cool booths up there a lot of artists um you know the more stuff for you to purchase uh there was a uh whole like two three two how many aisles was it with celebrities carl this about three yeah Talking about that second floor yeah about Three. Yeah, there's some sad ass looking celebrities. Oh man, there. <laughs> Michael Wright, who um, he played Eddie Kang Jr. in the in the Five Heartbeats. He was actually like the, there was one scene in the movie where he just was like all drugged out and he tried to get back in the group while he was all high. He looked exactly <laughs> like how he did in that scene. I was yeah. like, damn, you aged hard. <laughs> he wouldn't let me take a picture of him unless I paid twenty dollars. But I was like, dude. Yeah. Man, I'm highly saw... upset. I didn't get it to get a picture of him because he looked that bad. He also threw his arms up when you tried to take a picture he of him. He punk did. ass. He did. What's his name? Michael Wright. That's Michael Wright. Wright. Punk ass Michael Wright. That's how they gotta make their <laughs> money, bro. Yeah, although Sean well, Walton he was... didn't do that. Yeah, we yeah Sean Walton was real cool about it. AKA X Pac, yeah. sad ass X Pac. He, he looked like he had just spent one night in China. Oh, <laughs> uh, he looked real sad and broken down. He is. Like, he just has a pot belly. But I always hated X Pac, so fuck that guy. So that's bias. That's bias. I, I didn't care. I did not care. Sean Wallman. I always hated that dude. He's <laughs> and I heard he's a d bag anyway. Um, I did the. He's a nice guy. I don't geek out over celebrities or anything like that. Like I've never been a person who does that. Unless it's The Rock. I'd probably nerd out over the rock a little bit if I ever met him. I did nerd out briefly over one person. Now, you got to remember, there were like, you know, Jason Momoa was there. Uh, Hellboy was there. Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. He was there. Uh, the Pink Ranger was there. The line for the Pink Ranger was ridiculous, by the way. I can't Couldn't even she, get a glimpse. There were like, what, four or five Rangers there? She was the only one that got her own room. I think that might have been her first con. That was everyone's what? like that was like everyone's first love. And that was mine. Only mine was Topanga, but it <laughs> works. Eric Matthews was there. Yeah, he was there. I, I caught a glimpse of him, but when I was ready what? to take his picture, he kinda just disappeared. No, really. Uh Karate Kid was there. We saw Ralph Macho. Yeah, Ralph, Ralph Macho. Anyway. I did nerd out over Kevin Conroy. He was the only one. I'm just like, oh my god, it's <laughs> For those that don't know, Kevin Conroy is the voice of Batman and has been ever since the Batman animated series back in the 90s. And uh, he is the Batman I grew up with. And uh, yeah, I nerded out over that a little bit. If you bit. picture Batman's cool. voice, you'll know exactly. Or yeah, think of it. It's him. Yeah, so he good. was there. He deserved his own room. He, he did not need to be sitting there with the gutter rats. <laughs> but he was. And I was going to take a picture of him. He actually had people. He was like mobbed with people, though. Yeah. He was one of the ones that had like a bunch of people around yeah, he's him. He's still kicking it with the Arkham series, too. Yeah, so. sad ass X Pac had nobody interested in him. <laughs> he had some people. No, he did. He had some people. No, he didn't. Uh, Michael like, Wright had nobody. Like Banky was there from, uh, from Clerks or whatever. Dante. Yeah, Dante. Okay, whatever. One of the clerks was there. Hmm. Were both was were both clerks there? Oh, you got a picture? Nah, no, just uh, just Dante. Those okay. are the vendors. I'm sorry, the celebrities. Vic, did you check out any vendors? Yeah, I did. Who'd you, you check out? Who'd you talk to? Who'd you buy stuff off of? I see some stuff over there. Yeah, I um, I went to a bunch of bunch of really cool vendors. Bought a bunch of graphic novels. There was yeah, yeah, yeah. one in particular that was selling uh, three graphic novels for the price of twenty five. 
which was which was a really cool deal because they had a pretty good selection. Mm-hmm. So I bought um, a volume two of a Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and there's like I think there's four or five volumes in the series total. So I'll just order the rest off of Amazon. Also uh, bought uh, Brian K. Vaughn's Run of Mystique. Ah, you know she had her own run. Yeah, I heard it was pretty good. You know, I, I've heard about it for years. I haven't got, haven't gotten around a chance to read it yet, but mm-hmm. I will. And also bought one um, volume one of X Force, which I heard was pretty pretty uh, decent as well. And I also uh, went to the artist uh, booths as mm-hmm. well. So I talked to a couple. I got uh, three art books off of Jamie Tyndall. Oh yeah, Wonder Woman. Yep, I see a, you. <laughs> he does a lot of a uh, lot of like uh, really really awesome artwork. A lot mm-hmm. of like strong sexy uh, versions of like Wonder Woman and all the other female uh, characters. Uh, he even autographed the art books that I bought off him, oh, which nice. is pretty cool. And I I even uh, bought a few art prints for my apartment to hang up. Sweet, that's um, cool. Um, from from a couple of really awesome artists. Uh, one of which one of which caught my eye was the uh, True Detectives one with uh, the sixties with the sixties uh, version of Batman, Adam West and <laughs> Burt Ward. Adam West was there, la- I think, last year or two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yep, yeah, but yeah, I bought a few a uh, few art prints. So any, it was pretty cool. Did anybody go to any any panel? I did not. I had none of the panels appealed to me, so I just yeah. didn't bother. I can't. I keep saying last year, but I think I went two years ago when Adam West was there, and I remember I saw the bounty hunter one with all these because they had all the Star Wars bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. Like, it must be such a sweet gig where you're literally in like thirty seconds of a Star Wars movie, and you just do conventions and people show up and pay money and oh, just take pictures. There with were you. a bunch of those mm-hmm. folks there. Just oh, like yeah. it's just like they show a picture of who their character was, and mm-hmm. it's like the guy that was in the band at the most size cantina. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of those dudes yeah. were there. Absolutely, they're doing good, well for themselves, I'm sure. Yeah. See, that was my biggest problem actually um, with the, the stuff that was for sale. So there, there were a ton of really cool art prints and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't like if I had a man cave, mm. I might consider buying some of that stuff. But since I currently do not, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm a grown ass married man. If I put that shit up on my fucking wall, my wife will rip that down immediately. That's not nice. Oh, she likes things to look good. You <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you need a man cave, <laughs> right? Uh, so you know, um, that th- that was like most of the paraphernalia, and I did not give a damn about you know swag. Like I went there to check out the experience, not not yeah. to really buy stuff. The one cool thing um, that we did, like the coolest booth I felt, um, I don't know if Carl will agree, but I, I I thought you know I had a good time there. There was a, a booth for a Facebook group um, of like classic video game collectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, G E M R, I believe, is is their their acronym. You can find them on Facebook. We should just get a booth next year <laughs> sure that'd be cool how much does that cost so basically the booth was a dude and a girl uh representing this group and they had a uh television um like an old crt tv and a nintendo entertainment system and they had a copy of a real ass live copy of nintendo world championships 1990 mm-hmm. Uh, for those that don't know what that is, that is the 1990, uh, basically is a cart that um, Nintendo manufactured just for that event. They were supposed to be destroyed afterwards, and somebody didn't do their job. So a bunch of those uh, Good for them. very yeah. limited quantities of those ended up in the wild. And uh, depending on which one you have, this guy just had the regular gray cart. Um, that's, that's worth you know, 10 plus thousand dollars, mm-hmm. probably a lot more than 10,000. If you have the, the gold cart, which is like the super de- duper limited edition that we only use for like the championship round, I yeah. believe, those can go anywhere from 80 to a hundred thousand dollars. 
And for those of you who do not even know what the the world championships was, do you remember what was the name of the French Savage movie? Was it The uh, Wiz or The, the Wizard? Wizard? The Wizard, Wizard yeah. yeah I think so right. they, 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 the storylines were like that, that kid that was like a genius at video games. And that was actually the first time people saw Super Mario 3 in action. Yeah. That was like before it came, became released in America. Yeah, that's pretty dope. So yeah, that, 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 that game was featured on there. Yeah. And if you ever want to try those levels, Mario Maker has them. Just not the actual car. Or you could just talking. go to around the Comic Con, find this dude who yeah. has his own personal copy that he bought for forty five hundred dollars. <laughs> shanked him, and man. just takes it around. Oh, I thought about taking him. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nerd. I could have taken him. <laughs> Someone could have distracted him. Like, oh, so there was there was a very salty looking security guard at the entrance to the exhibits, mm-hmm. and uh, he had this look on his face like I, I, I just I can't first I can't believe I'm here. And I can't believe all these fucking nerds dressed up over like he, he looked like one of those folks. Really? Mm-hmm. Sorry, bro. Oh, he wanted future. to like take like a pack of ketchup and just slap somebody. <laughs> like, he wanted to like give like some wedgies or swirlies <laughs> and all that. He looked like an Uber jock that just was not having a good time. He was a salty ass looking security. I don't think anybody who was working there was having a good time. <laughs> there was so much people. I just looked around and said to Aris, like, if I ever had to work here. Oh, screw that. I'm killing somebody. That's how I feel about PAX. PAX Somebody's going to die. It was very packed. PAX is in the Boston Convention Center, which is much bigger, obviously. Yeah. And it's still so crap. When you're in, like, the main, like, area with all the games and stuff, it's still insanely packed. Like, you can't even, you can't even move. You can't even move. Yep. But. Do we do that for a Codex Prime field trip? Uh, we we certainly year. could. We certainly could. I don't know if we're going to do Brothers Week because that's where my brothers and I used to go there. It's Brothers Weekend. Like, go up there and hang out and stuff. But, come with us too. Oh, all day. But I think we're all getting a little beyond our years for, for that. We're just probably do something different for, for Brothers Weekend, not for Pack uh, Codex Prime Weekend. Right. Of course. Of course. Okay, well, I asked about Codex Prime Weekend. Yeah, screw <laughs> those guys. I don't want to go with them. They're losers. They don't have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could certainly do that like a Saturday or something. Um, uh, that we probably have to super plan ahead because if you drive up there on the Saturday, Friday or Saturday, the parking in Boston is obviously terrible, and every single parking garage is filled. I have family in Boston. Book it. Say, <laughs> <laughs> can we just park at your brother's, bro? No, he's in. He's like farther. He's, you have to like take a train and stuff. That's fun. I guess it is fun. We did it last year. Carl Burns' family's in Boston. He's uh, not in Boston. Your family's Boston. in Boston? All right. Then we're good. Yeah. Well, yeah. But yeah, that booth was fun. We ended up playing Nintendo World Championships 1990, which was pretty cool. I ended up There's a picture of Aris up there coming up soon. By a little bit. Shut up. One. <laughs> <laughs> I actually came like within a couple hundred points of beating that day's high score. Nice. I screwed up in the racing game. So, Rad Racer. I never played Yeah, Rad Racer. It was so not, it's, it was, it's a time, oh. so you get six minutes to play like a gauntlet of games. Oh. Um, so it starts with Mario Brothers, the original yeah. Super Mario Brothers, and the goal is to get 50 coins in that. So you have six minutes to get um, the, the, you know, however much you can get in all the games. So it's Mario, mm-hmm. then Rad Racer, then Tetris. That's cool. So Tetris. you just have as much, I mean, it tallies up your score of how you did in all three games, and mm-hmm. it basically has a multiplier per game. Um, I, uh, the Mario was like times what two? Rad Racer was like times ten. And if you get to Tetris, your score is multiplied times twenty five. So if you get to Tetris, you're balling. <laughs> and uh, I was like this close to the finish line in Rad Racer and almost at Tetris. And that's when I, I hit a couple of bumps in the road. <laughs> oh yeah, we do. And that was a legit Nintendo. Yeah, with a legit cartridge. Literally, I mean, literally. Yeah. 
Like you don't like, even that square controller, man. That oh thing yeah, was light. Yeah, light, little Ooh. light. But as we're playing it, I was getting younger. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to my. And those games hold up. Yeah, for sure. I'm back. It didn't need an update. <laughs> no internet connection needed. <laughs> and a quick aside, when Eris and I were at PAX, because we did go, go this past year, there was uh, we played the N64 in the yeah. classic console room, and it said, do not blow into the cartridges. And our game wasn't working, so Eris, he, he played point. You know, he made sure that no one was coming. No one was coming. Took the game out, blew in the cartridge real quick, put it back in, it worked. <laughs> After like 20 minutes of us trying to get it to work, because we really didn't want to break the rules, and we broke the rules because we're badasses. Right. And then they threw us out. It was a two-man job. <laughs> <laughs> you had to play lookout. Did you have a favorite booth, Vic? Um, didn't have, I didn't have one favorite booth in particular. I just enjoyed the whole general atmosphere. Yep. I you know, just enjoyed you know, seeing the... You're the amongst whole, your peers. Yeah, it was, it was like a nerdvana, if you will. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, that's what I do like uh, about those things. Like, you know, everyone... Because like, there, there are people... And there's a guy that plays Peter... If you've seen it, the cons before, it's a guy that does Peter Griffin really well. Like, he does the voice. He looks like him and stuff. We yeah. saw that jerk. He was that. Was there? Was that one? I don't know if it's that. one. I know he's been to New York Comic Con. That fat son of a bitch was there. Wow. There was a fat bastard dressed like Peter Griffin, and people kept walking up to him trying to take pictures. That's not nice. No, he was very nice. He kept taking <laughs> pictures of people. That's fine. No, not you're not very nice. He, I'm sure he's a great guy. Oh, yeah, but we knew that. <laughs> Do you just hate fat people. But he said. Uh, every day of the year. I am I am si- I'm sizable myself, Carl. I mean, That's true. I would not call disgusting. myself obese, but you stopped eating uh, Chinese food for a while, and then you've totally fallen off the wagon, and you're more disgusting than ever. I've only had two exactly in two weeks. That's a lot. <laughs> I had a last. Well, time. you eat Chinese food like every day, <laughs> the, once a week. That's fair. Maybe twice. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um, I know he says, like, oh, you know, every other day of the year, he can't, you know, he's just a normal, regular dude. But people, then he goes to the con- conventions, he's like, the man. Some people dress up in those super awesome cosplay outfits. Like, there were some great. really cool cosplay. Yeah, any, uh, any favorites? Really cool. um, I, I liked, I, I enjoyed the few uh, Mad Max ones. There was one, a couple people dressed up as a Morton Joe from Fury Road. Oh, okay, cool. Hmm. I, thought, I thought those were pretty cool. And I saw one, uh, one lady dressed up as a Furiosa. Uh, she had like the black oil. Uh, really, uh, I did not see game. any of these people. That's awesome. Yeah, and I saw a couple of ones dressed like Matt, like Tom Hardy's Mad Max with yep. the with the uh-huh. grill yeah. attached to his face. That I saw a couple. Yeah. Yeah, there were thought... a couple of real lackluster ones of that. Mm. Oh, I, al- I also saw a Kevin Owens cosplayer too. Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was carrying. On <laughs> I did the, come across him. Yeah, he was carrying on the Intercontinental Championship belt with a Fight Owens Fight T-shirt That's and the black sweet. shorts. It's pretty <laughs> easy pretty to be. It's pretty easy to cosplay Kevin Owens. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Hey, you're just mad you didn't think of it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just be fat <laughs> and dress in black. Right. You should just wear a sting. I should have, but <laughs> <laughs> next year we'll, we'll all plan something for next year. Or we'll cosplay packs. next year too. I will all day, all I'll day. Or we're just gonna get a booth. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> there were a couple of guys who were like recording it. They were doing their podcast. Oh from yeah, the they comic. had like a legit mm-hmm. setup Sick. too. Super uh, legit. We could totally do that. Get right next to them and just knock their shit over. <laughs> <laughs> we actually thought about it. Like, just sit down. I'm like, should we just sit down and like? Yeah. He goes, you think they'll let us plug our podcast? I'm like, no. He goes, why? And I'm like, because I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Know, sometimes people are nicer than us. There's two types of people. People that would say, let's knock their stuff over, and then Carl Bird saying, yeah, we totally thought of it. And then others that would be like, ah, leave them alone. Leave them alone. This business is cutthroat. It is cutthroat. Mm-hmm. We're, we're treading water right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people, 
Give us a couple reviews on iTunes, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad everyone had a good time. Any uh, any, any uh, closing thoughts on Comic-Con? Hey, Would you go back? Yeah, bring on next year's. You know what? Yeah, why not? Uh, better, better planned, yes. We, it's we been definitely a- need to take a look ahead. I thought we could just get by on, you know... Go and wing it. Yeah. I feel like if we want to actually get the full experience, we probably need to plan around some of the panels and actually go check out some yeah. of the content. Yeah. That's yeah. All, I think it's I saw the Power there. Rangers panel last year. Mm-hmm. I think I saw... Yeah, because they had the Blue Ranger, the original OG Blue Ranger, Black Ranger, Green Ranger. Black Ranger was there. Tommy was there? Oh, last year. Shit. Uh, it was couple, two, yeah, two like years a, ago. Yeah. must have been two years ago. Now. I keep saying last year, but it was definitely two years ago because I did not go last year. Gotcha. Because uh, so last year was a big... Uh, Hubba Baloo, where they the fire marshal had to close it down because there was too many people. Oh my god! Wow! Thank God I wasn't there. I would have. There were a lot shit. of people there that day. And, well, they expanded yeah, it to the to time. the Dunkin' Donuts Center, which yeah. they didn't have. Yep. Last yeah, time, they so. definitely did. There was a lot. There was a lot to see. There was a lot of cool stuff there, man. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, nerd. If you if you are into nerd culture, Maryland Comic Con, good place to be. Water. Definitely check it out. Uh, I mean, our talk about. If, I mean, our, our little side uh, post Comic Con um, trip, uh, Carl. That that ties into Comic Con, I suppose. So when we were done checking out Comic Con, me and Carl decided to go grab a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went to uh, and food. We got hungry. Yeah, yeah, and food. Uh, we went to Dave and Buster's. Now, first off, you know, Victor got a lot of nice swag over there <laughs> from Comic Con. The best deal going is at the mall, National Grid. Has a deal where you can get four LED light bulbs for your house and an LED desk lamp for ten dollars. It's a seventy-five dollar value per box. People, go get it. Energy saving. I bought two boxes. I replaced all the light bulbs in my house. Wait, 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 wait. twenty-four for four? Four bulbs. Yeah. Plus a desk lamp, all LED. Uh huh. For ten dollars a box. What? Yeah. I know, I saw that shit, and I'm like... Why'd you get me some? Look how many lights I have out here. <laughs> this place is like a freaking cave. <laughs> Dude, the lady said, if you keep these lights on for three hours a day, you will only pay $1.32 per bulb per year. Holy shit. Best deal going. They're only going to be there till about the end of November. I have Providence Place Mall. 13 light bulbs in my ceiling. Oh my god. Nine of them are out. <laughs> <laughs> I think literally three. Ten of them are out. <laughs> you get two boxes. Well, three boxes if you want to replace all ten. If you don't replace eight, just get two boxes. It's $20. Plus you get two desk lamps. I'm about to hit up Providence Place Mall. Right. No, for real. That's best a legit deal. deal. The best part about people that's listening legit. to Coding Spy Podcast, they get on these sweet. Yeah, <laughs> my God, that's awesome. <laughs> I might actually go there tomorrow. Wait, like, You're that, welcome. Does that's where we're going to have like a... It's a booth. Like it's a on booth. the third floor. It's a kiosk. Yeah, third floor. Yeah, a kiosk. It's full of green I'm, uh, on the Macy side. Yeah, it's super energy saving. It saves you money. Mm-hmm. And LED light bulbs, I don't know if you've ever seen them, like at Home Depot or someplace. Them fucking things are expensive. Yeah, absolutely. They expensive are. National Grid. They really are. Uh, can you take some money off our bills? Right. Seeing that we're doing a nice big, huge plug-in for y'all, yeah. just they are into consideration because they're selling you energy-saving light bulbs, Carl. I gotta find it saves someone. your bill. Yep. That works there. And if you're a National Grid employee, email email us email us at codedtorrentpodcast <laughs> at gmail dot com. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just send us some free shit. So the best thing, so one of the podcasts I listen to, the PFW in Progress, which is the Patriots podcast, oh, yes. they have a fan 
Every every so they do like three episodes a week, and they take an hour, they do a two hour show, and they take like twenty minutes for lunch in the middle of the show. In every episode, a fan buys them lunch. Yep. Wow. Buys them episode. effing lunch. Yep. Because they're always taking breaks. I didn't realize they actually had a fan buy it for them. Mm-hmm. That is literally my dream <laughs> for someone to buy me lunch. Free lunch is the best lunch. <laughs> oh, of course. It's one of the best things in the world. Uh, fun fact: we may have said this before. But mm-hmm. this po- podcast name was almost going to be Free Lunch Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> because we love Free that's Lunch so a, much. That's a fact. We almost named this podcast the Free Lunch Podcast. Because <laughs> there's literally nothing better than Free Lunch. Yep. Literally nothing. Oh, unexpected Free that's Lunch. That's legitimately true. Good. Yes. It's unexpected course, Free Lunch is pretty like when you go to a mm-hmm. restaurant, you expect to buy, pay for your lunch. Yep. Then all of a sudden a VP for your company is there <laughs> and they pay for your lunch. <laughs> that's the best. One time... Eris and I were looking in a cooler at work because we're really thirsty and we really wanted chocolate milk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a super VP just happened to be in there with us, and we both had our chocolate milk, so we're going to pay for them, you know, because, you know, we're cool, we're cool. And then we go to pay. He's like, oh, no, no, get whatever you want, get whatever you want. So then we got some candy bars with our chocolate milk, and they paid for it. It was the best thing ever. Sweet. That was a pretty sweet day. Getting emotional. It literally <laughs> made my week. Like people don't realize the little things. <laughs> that Nesquik was so good. It went down so. That was the best Nesquik you ever tasted. Absolutely, Man. all day until the next one gets bought for me. That 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 VP, he he definitely has a place in our hearts. Absolutely. Yeah, and we used to like rag on him a little bit because <laughs> we're terrible people. Right, but. Everybody uh, rags on their bosses. That just made yeah, yeah all day, except for Randy. You're cool, Randy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Randy actually no, Randy did buy us lunch before, Randy, so sometimes. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now there's a lot of news to get here. Uh, get to here. Wait, I didn't finish my story. Oh, I'm sorry. What you, was your story? So anyway, I got sidetracked because that deal was so good. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so I ended up buying. Uh, the, the, the boxes and we went, ended up going to Dave and Buster's. Um, we're sitting here, we're having a good old time, we're drinking some beers, some delicious beers. So, uh, by the way, uh, the Traveler's Pumpkin Shandy is straight up really good. That's a good beer. I did not expect that. Um, we ended up, so Carl's rocking his obnoxious Cowboys hat that he everywhere. <laughs> and we get this guy that just runs up on us out of nowhere after we ordered our food. This and guy. he ends up just talking our ears off. So him and Carl basically end up having like a fucking dick measuring contest of Cowboys paraphernalia. <laughs> where they're going through each other's like pictures like, oh, here's me at Cowboy Stadium. Carl's like, here's me on the field. <laughs> <laughs> And the dude's like, oh, here's me with this sweet Cowboys getup where I'm wearing a Cowboys-themed Cowboys hat, Cowboys jersey, and shorts, white shorts with blue Cowboy stars with a freaking snakeskin shell-toed Adidas. What's good? This really happened. He showed us the picture. That's a thing. <laughs> Did he say that exact sentence? Pretty much. Yeah. So you're so you're saying is you felt like Victor feels like when we talk about the Patriots on the podcast. No, because that would that would feel awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then Carl's like, "Where well, here's a picture of me with Des Bryant," and that ended it pretty much. <laughs> here's me in the white for Tony Romo holding <laughs> the bouquet. You football nerds. <laughs> So then he's like, oh my god, yo, we gotta we gotta link up. We gotta link up. Pulls out a freaking huge stack of money. 
Yeah. If, I'm sit- yeah, if I'm sitting there like... I remember him pulling out a 10. I guess I wasn't paying enough <laughs> no, attention. No, he had a stack. He had Did a he? stack. Okay, I wasn't paying attention. That was the outside money. bill. You, tur- you turned to eat your macaroni and cheese. Yeah, this dude was around for a long, long time. time. It took a long a little time too, to A little food. too long. There were some other Cowboys fans that came by to just, you know, give me a high five or whatever. And that was it. They kept it moving. Yeah, this guy stood He stood his ground just a little bit too long. While we ate. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. You were trying to eat just yeah. to like say, all right, well, yeah. we're going to eat, so you yeah. can like go now and all that. I'm eating my Eli Manning food. Tater turd. <laughs> <laughs> Which was absolutely delicious, by the way. <laughs> you can't go wrong with tots. Tots are so underrated. If I ever opened a restaurant, I would not serve fries. Fuck fries. I'd say tater tots. That is why the line for Sonic will never go down ever. Tater tots are the best. Tater tots. <laughs> and then... um Okay, where the fuck was I going? <laughs> anyway, so we end up learning picture, like yeah. this. It's his birthday. His name is Derek. He was actually a yeah. cool old dude. If he hadn't stuck around forever, yeah, that was like the one. Oh yeah, he was telling us some stuff about his daughter. Yeah, his we daughter. Really, yeah, that we yeah. just really didn't care about. Right, we just kind of just went all the podcast. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, I don't think he even knows yeah. how to spell. Podcast. He was going to a Motown concert for his birthday. Tell him it was yeah. he was very excited. Tell him it was a Cowboys podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, yeah, we ended up getting some drinks, some, uh, you know, food, ended up running into Derek, just stuck around to watch us eat. <laughs> <laughs> and if we don't, you know, we'll do, be doing the, we'll try to do the packs next year, but we'll try to get some Codex Prime event together so that we can have an episode about that. Yeah, man, you need to come on next time because the whole thing, it's mm-hmm. fun, what's fun, you know, fun time about going to these conventions Hanging with your boys, seeing all the things with your boys, man. Right. Mm-hmm. It was good grabbing a drink afterwards, getting some food. I'll be there next time. Talking, I sh- t- talking that stuff. You know what I'm talking about? I hey, what you see? Yeah, interesting. You probably uh, did. We on. mention the second Yellow Ranger on the podcast. Oh no, we So we're on our way out. You know, the, so then there's a herd of people, and then short little African American girl walks by, and I'm like, hey. That's the second part. That's the second Yellow Ranger. Hi. And then Aris, Aris looks at me and says, Carl, I would have never knew that. She looked so, like, casually blended in. That was... Yeah. She definitely blended into the crowd. I'll say yeah. one really, really quick thing. And then, Victor, we're getting to the news. Don't worry. We uh, When I was leaving the uh, Red Sox game, a playoff game, I was walking through the crowd as I'm on my way out. And all of a sudden, I don't know why he was there, but Joe Torrey walked by. And if you don't know Joe Torre, he was the manager for the Yankees. Boom. He won a lot of World Series. I'm a, but like no one else realized it. Like as you're just walking in this bubble, and I'm just like probably like Carl Burris, exactly like that's that's Joe Torre. <laughs> Joe Torre, I love you. Joe Torre, and everyone's just like he just looks like a normal dude, and he's short, which I did not expect. Yeah, she was really little. <laughs> I do remember the second Yellow Ranger though. Yeah. Um, Karen nice. Ashley. Bang. Yeah. Turbo. No. Yeah. She was a Mighty Morphin one. Yeah, she did go for Mighty Morphin. Oh, I still miss the Pink Ranger. Sorry, I'll see you next time, Amy Joe. So we got a little bit of news to get to here. I know we were talking about Seth Rollins getting injured. A lot of uh, cinematic universes, Vic. What is yes. with these cinematic universes? Uh, apparently, um, Activision has a new uh, uh, film division, Hollywood film division, called Activision Blizzard, Blizzard Studios. Really? Yep. What? Activision Blizzard Studios, and apparently they are in the process. They are in the process of planning a Call of Duty cinematic universe. Come on, that's le- that's a legit thing. 
COD is going mainstream on the on the big screen. A big cinematic universe on par with Marvel and DC, y'all. So are they right? Because we want to see our favorite characters like guy with gun, so, and guy so with Mc rifle, so also Tavish, yeah, shotgun man, so Tavish, yeah, so Tavish, and the man, that's what we call they were so cute and. Airstrike fellow. Oh, that guy's <laughs> my favorite. <Yeah. laughs> that guy you talked to on the radio. It's like, call the airstrike. Hey, Ambo. That's oh, pretty man. cool. <laughs> is it going to cross over with Warcraft? You know what? They might as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys, I think just Eris and myself had seen the trailer, but watch it when you get a chance. Yeah, the Warcraft trailer are officially out. I don't mm. get it. Long in demand. It's weird. It's long coming. It's weird. So the war, this Warcraft movie, uh, we, we talked about this before the show. Um, it's not based on World of Warcraft. It's based off of Warcraft One, Ooh, like what? the original RTS Warcraft. Yeah, that is old. Yeah, orcs, orcs and humans. Yeah, it's like orcs versus humans or something like that. Mm, yeah. But like, or it's it's weird. It's, Which it's, is like, awesome. I really like those games. So yeah. that's fine. Um, there is a lot of war in Warcraft. A yeah. lot. Yeah. I did not know what to think of the visual style. Of the yeah. Like I thought the trailer was cool. Like I feel like it's uh, the the star of the movie is the main character from Vikings. I don't know if you've seen that show. It's actually a pretty good show. Mm, um, I've heard of it. And it, like it, it, as like a premise and whatnot, and the way the trailer kind of frames it, it looks cool. But man, the CG looks out of place. Like they, it looks like a like a Blizzard produced CG production for the orcs and and sort of like the world around. Mm -hmm. um, most but it's like they did it intentionally, right? It, is, it definitely me. was done intentionally. Yeah. Absolutely, there is no way you could think otherwise. Mm. Um, and you know that CG looks super awesome. Like Blizzard is known for having like the highest production values when it comes to CG in their video games. As far as video game CG, yeah. when you look at it on the you know as a movie where there's like actual live action humans acting there it looks weird man mm. definitely check out that trailer and let us know what you think people yeah. um, I, I still I'm still planning to watch it I yeah. still want to see it I know a lot of our listeners have played World of Warcraft extensively yep. so it definitely and I've played myself but it does like the, the Griffins and Stormwind and I think the King King Varius or yeah King Varian I think He's the king of the humans in this, but I'm not. I'm not really too sure about the lore, Warcraft lore. But I do remember in World of Warcraft, when it first came out, he was missing, and one of the quests wound up being like having to save him uh, or something like that. And actually, the I don't know how, if they if the Hollow movie will do, but if they do like the Lich King in the future, that that's a really good story. Uh, lots of good stuff. So yeah, I need everyone to watch the trailer and let me know if I'm crazy because it. It, I like I was watching it with like a cock eye. Yeah, I'm with. Like, <laughs> this is really. Weird. I'm like I don't. I think. Like, I'm not one of those. I think I, this is good. <laughs> I think this is cool. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. So that was pretty legit. Uh, but hopefully one day they'll do a cross uh, crossover uh, movie with Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, what other stuff? What other Activision stuff they got? Because Activision slash Blizzard. Yeah, they also have a Skylanders TV show underway. That's in production right now. Okay. Mm. Whoever's, oh, by the way, I think we talked about this before. Like, whoever <laughs> invented, like reinvented Skylanders or Spyro, mm. is literally is a genius. Okay, so this, how, how do we, you know, people come with stuff like Uber and Airbnb. Hey, how about we make the game, make it like Pokemon, except you have to buy the Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, Genius! Awesome. Brilliant. That is what Skylanders is. That is what Disney Infinity is. That is what the new Lego universe is. It is, the, it is yeah. microtransaction Pokemon. It's genius. Yeah. And Skylanders it is. is the first one. 
Definitely wasn't Infinity. And, like, that is just... That's legit. Yeah. That is legit. Um, and I like the original Spyros for PlayStation. And I was very sad when Skylanders came out. And I just didn't... I remember I didn't understand it. Because my nephew wanted something for Christmas. And it's it's not the guy. It's like... You have to... It was like... Buy, I talked about this before. I talk about this all the time. But it's like... I bought him, essentially, the Master Ball. Mm. For a pretty penny on Amazon, because mm-hmm. uh, it's so rare, and you need it to catch the last boss. Mm-hmm. Screw Skylanders, <laughs> <laughs> screw really? whoever created it. Yeah, wow. It's like it was a little <clears throat> trap. It's called a trap because it's like the expansion trap. And I mean, I gotta be the best uncle, so of course I'm good because I'm a man. But that—that's—that's that's essentially what Skylanders is, which is crazy, which is crazy. Cool. But um, I'm sure kids will eat that up. Yeah. And also, um, another video game movie-related news, there's a live-action Witcher film coming out. Yeah, buddy! Yep, coming out 2017. Nice. Who's involved in that? Uh, so far, they haven't cast anybody to play Geralt yet, mm-hmm. but um, there's a Polish filmmaker named Tomasz Baginski. He's going to be directing it. I'm glad and, they're keeping uh, it Polish. That's cool. Yep, and the screenwriter is uh, Tanya St. John. She wrote some episodes for Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Grimm. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, Baginski, he, all, he he already has some experience with the Witcher franchise. He actually directed some of the cinematics for the games. Okay. So that's cool. Who, who's yeah. the production company? Who's the Hollywood uh, companies involved? Uh, it's a company called the Sean Daniel Company, which they help produce the Mummy. Mm. And, I love the Mummy. Yeah, and they're and they're uh, partnering with a Polish motion picture company to bring the series to life. Gotta keep it Man, in Poland. Sounding really janky to me. <laughs> <laughs> the Mummy was legit. Well, then again, I mean, the movie was so legit. I did enjoy the first movie. From 1999, that movie was. It was. Go back and watch it. Legit. But, uh, but you know, Jurassic I mean, Park. But yeah, but you know, naturally, all video, live action video game movies do sound janky anyway, right? Because of the track record. Yeah. But well, um, I just, but this might be a surprise. You never know. I feel like I'll keep it over mind. They, because back, cause, so like the, the 90s was such a weird time. Yep. For, they were like, a great time. They were a great time, but like, mm. like, like Marvel selling all their rights, video games companies selling their film rights when yeah. they needed the money and stuff like that. And like, go watch Super Mario Brothers. Mm. Like, what? How did that really? happen? Yeah, I'm just saying. How did that happen? <laughs> Carl Bert's trying to off himself, but he's failing. <laughs> I'm trying to off you. <laughs> just even bringing up. Like, that I'm movie. just saying. Like, how does that happen? Just, yeah. that, 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 now that is going to leave bad, bad taste in people's mouths forever. Mm. Yeah. As far as as The Witcher goes, um, who do you who do you see playing Geralt of Rivia? Man, I have no clue. Like, okay. I'm thinking about just you know Hollywood actors right now, um, uh, there's no one that really springs to mind. I could see Mads Mikkelsen play Geralt of Rivia. I think he'd make a decent one. He has a look. What is he about yeah, for? True. Uh, he was a, he was Le Chief in Casino Royale. He was also Hannibal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And he was also in Valhalla okay. Rising, which mm-hmm. is a really gruesome film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it should be Stephen Amell from Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to be in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is part of the reason I'm excited for that. He plays another vigilante. Oh, they're making another one? Hell yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, you got to throw Casey Jones, Bebop, and Rocksteady. Right. Seamus is playing. Which one I think Rocksteady. Yeah. I actually never knew which one was which. It was just Bebop and Rocksteady. <laughs> it's a package. I said them both. Yeah. And the last piece of big news that we have, unless Vicky got anything, uh, any other big movies coming out? Nope, that's all I got for now. Sweet, sweet. So the biggest thing, and if you go back, again, Corex Prime, ahead of the curve here, if you go back to our book episode, <laughs> Eris and mine is favorite, and if you're, and if you're anyone's listening, and you're a Song of Ice and Fire fan, and a, or a Game of Thrones fan, and you love reading books, 
you want to read the Kingkiller Chronicle. Yep. Which is by Patrick Rothfuss. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a trilogy of books. Um, it's this really go back and listen to the book episode. We went into detail about what it's all about, and what just happened was the author, who is very protective of his you know rights and everything, just signed a huge multimedia deal. Mm-hmm. Um, Lionsgate Entertainment. Lionsgate Entertainment. Because he said that they're like gonna work with him. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be movies. It's gonna be shows or, se- or sh- episode or series, mm-hmm. and it's also gonna be video game related. Mm-hmm. And it all ties in together. And he said he has like super duper full control. Yep. Which is pretty much what George Martin has. Well, I don't think he has super duper full control because they're releasing shows when he hasn't finished the book. So, man, whatever. But um, one of uh, book series that I really enjoyed when I was younger. I don't think it really holds up very well. Sort of truth. Uh, the author sold the rights to CW to make a series called Legend of Seeker, The Legend of the Seeker. And he's and when he announced the news, he said, oh, I have full control. It's going to be great. He did not have any control whatsoever. Yeah. And he, he was like, this is not what I... He even wrote like a blog thing about it. Like, this is not what I wanted. It's terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> Patrick Rothfuss, he wrote a very long blog post about... Every, like, he, he, so people were offering him lots and lots and lots and lots of money. To do to you know make it a movie, make it a show, and I would be I always wonder myself like why doesn't you know this should be the next big thing, but he would literally just be like, $20 million dollars, nah, I don't want you to mess it up. Mm. He said he's very protective of his characters and stories. Um, and he said he's not in a, in it solely for the money. Right, and if you look at him, you can tell. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's very he's another bearded man. Not quite as rotund as George Martin, <laughs> uh, but still rotund he nonetheless. Yeah, quite the beard, that's for sure. Yeah, but this is one, and I know Eris has talked about it before, and it's one of our favorite uh, favorite series, and that's and we've actually kept forgetting to talk about this because it's been a few weeks. <laughs> we just keep going around in circles on our podcast. Um, but I, this you heard it here first, or back in the book episode. This is the next Game of Thrones. It is the next big thing. I'm actually excited about it. Mm-hmm. I I'm glad that. Um, seems like Lionsgate is actually trying to work hand in hand with the original creator, um, which is really cool. So I'm hoping that you know Patrick Rothfuss makes the right decisions because I know he's not a Hollywood type. Yeah, yeah. Um, Could and, swallow you know, him whole. Yeah, right. Even though he's not, um, you know, he has control. That you know, maybe that's not. That can sometimes not be for the best mm-hmm. because he's he's not writing a book. Yeah. It's a completely different. Like you know, George Martin had worked in Hollywood before. Right. He actually was a screenwriter, and he wrote for Beauty and the Beast. The classic show, not the car, not the movie that you're thinking of, uh, the one with uh, Linda Carter. Ron oh, Perlman in there? Yeah, Ron yeah. Perlman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he had had experience with that. But the funny thing is, um, when Patrick, if you read it, his blog posts are actually pretty funny. He's a very witty guy. And he, he's very honest. <clears throat> he said that when he went to talk to Lionsgate, he gave like all these crazy demands, like expecting them to be like, oh no, no, we're good. And then he said that he, they called him like the next day. <laughs> he was like, what was this? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but my only concern with this, and this, t- this ties in directly to ch- ch- Game of Thrones, is he's only written two of the three books. Mm. And I'm pretty sure that there's another series or trilogy after this one to come. There's more to come. Uh, and in between the second book, when the third book's not out yet, it's been a while, he wrote a novella, which is annoying to me. You can do whatever he wants, I get it. But aren't you working on the actual book? So that could end poorly. 
I've already been burned once, Vic. I don't know if I can get burned again. <laughs> <laughs> but it will be the next big thing. And I'm really intrigued how they're going to do video games and all that stuff. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited for it. I, I think that it's a series that can translate... Uh, if if done right, if treated with respect and translate well to mm-hmm. television um, and movies, there, there's a you know couple different really cool stories that can be told from yeah. there. It's a cool world. It's a pretty yeah. well realized world mm-hmm. um, that Patrick Rothfuss has created. So I'm really excited to see what what comes of that. And if the TV stuff and movie stuff, and video game stuff sucks, we'll always have the books. <laughs> right, that is true. Um, but the, the the story structure is, is interesting. Cause if we, if uh, just to refresh people's memory, it's a three, it's a three-day thing. So he's telling the story to a chronicler who's writing his life down because he's living in, you know, by, he's living by himself, like in seclusion, owning an inn. No one knows who he is. So the chronicler finds out who he is, and he's like, "I'm gonna give you," th-, and he pretty much convinces him to tell him his life story so he can write it down because it's all myth about him, and people don't really know the true story. So he tells the chronicler, he's like, "I'll give you three days." Boom, boom, boom. And we'll talk about this, this, and that. So the first book is the first day of him telling the story. Back, you know, flashbacks. And then they go back to the present day. So, and like, in the present day, you can tell there's, like, something that went down. Big. And it's leading to that. Mm-hmm. So, if he tells a story in three days, the third book is the third day. He, t- he tells how things get to the present day where shit's going down. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm curious as to what comes after that. Mm-hmm. So definitely an awesome, awesome, awesome book series trilogy at this point so we'll see what comes to that it's gonna be awesome sorry it took us so long to talk about it if you hadn't if you hadn't heard the news but we kept uh forgetting to add it to the docket because we're dumb <laughs> but yeah it's been a pretty been a pretty crazy, crazy week but i think that just about does it for everything i think the only thing we got right now is emails oh, yeah call bird i think i'm gonna let you do the honor of this one <laughs> <laughs> did you guys read it I don't think so. All right. Based on who the emailer is, I would say it's probably better to have an <laughs> unbiased third party. <laughs> That's a good point. I like that. Okay. All right. All right. <clears throat> uh, subject line. Regarding Netflix and chill. Well, bugger my beans. I am officially emailing the show. Yeah. Only real question I had was, why in the world did it take me so long to answer? You men so long answer. The time it took for a decision to be made... Made me question what the world is coming to. Oh, why did it take so long to question <laughs> what that was? What Netflix? Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I, okay. I think I'm sorry. I totally read that. referring to the answer yes. of the yeah. question yes. I posed. I did not realize that when I read it before. Now, okay. Now it makes sense. Because I, re- I was reading the subject line, then I was reading that. She didn't write all this, by the way. I'm just... I'm just so, okay. <laughs> this is for you and me, Vic. Hmm. Only real question I had was, why in the world did it take you men so long to answer? The uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, question. <laughs> the time it took for a decision to be made made me question what this world is coming to. <laughs> <laughs> Sex shouldn't be everything, but it should be priority when you're faced with a decision with reality versus fantasy. <laughs> I don't like hypotheticals. Just saying. And Victor is not in any way, shape, or form appropriate to approach a woman and bluntly ask her to fuck. <laughs> no, Victor. Bad move. Not unless you really need to lose some teeth. Most women have an automatic defense of being approached by a man. The Netflix is just a discreet way to invite her over to your house, and then you depend on the chemistry to do the rest. I can honestly say that this past podcast is by far the funniest ones you guys recorded. I laughed so hard. Cassandra. Thanks, Cassandra. Hey, new emailer, Cassandra. Welcome yeah, to the show. Yeah, new emailers. <laughs> that is my favorite thing is getting new emailers. So my favorite thing is free lunch. My second favorite thing, new emailers. <laughs> What's up? 
I, I will say, first of all, thank you for emailing us, Cassandra. Um, as, as, as to your uh, questioning uh, us, Maurice and I, as to why it took us so long to answer the Scarlett Johansson versus Episode 7 uh, question, you got to understand, I mean, if I, if I had the opportunity to, to watch Episode 7 40-some-odd 40 40 days in advance of the initial release, I mean... It, it's it's mighty tempting, mm. but at the end of the day, like I like I mentioned last week, Scarlett Johansson would take the W for me. So, <laughs> but, I, so because I know. hate hypothetical so much, yeah. that's why I really couldn't fully answer it. Yeah, but I'll give you I'll give you the full thing. If it was when it first announced, mm. I would take Star Star Wars mm-hmm. because the night sweats are getting worse. The closer the movie comes, mm-hmm. the worse the night sweats are getting. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that it's only forty days, Scarlett Johansson or whatever, mm-hmm. just gonna throw that out there. Because I back then I was like I almost I, I think I was like I almost cried when I heard the news that the new movies are coming out. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, just saying. But I also really love Star Wars a lot. Oh, so do I. It was you my know, first. And you guys are such nerds. It's my, it's my one and only. Yeah, you know <laughs> I, you have a one and only chance of having. Says a, you, having call Bird. Netflix and chill with Scarlett Johansson. Says you, call Bird. I'm sorry. I'm a really nice Stop. guy. <laughs> I, I, I see that. You're a, a monster. This is just a front. <laughs> but no one's reading my text messages. Get away from my phone. Scarlett Joe, hands down. Well, you know what? If she listen, I'll eventually see Star Wars. <laughs> if she sees the show and then writes in, maybe I'll reconsider. But until then, Star Wars. I'll What's try up? to make that happen. You are doubling down on that. Wow. Well, you know, I, mean, I will give you props for, yeah. for, for the balls you're displaying on that answer. Thanks. Yeah, I, I, I respect you for doubling down on your answer, <laughs> but, um, but as for me, you know, we defer on that, my friend. I got you. I got yeah. you. It's all right. And, uh, and, and also, yeah, I, I agree with the whole Netflix and chill thing. I mean, to bluntly ask to fornicate is not appropriate. No, no. I, I agree. I mean, there were other, discu- uh, but, but like I said, like I said, just don't use the phrase Netflix and chill when you're talking to me, because I don't like that phrase. Right. Nobody uh, actually uses the, like in real conversation, nobody says that. Yeah. I don't want Netflix and it's chill. It's just a term. I want Amazon yeah, Prime but- Commitment. Got <laughs> 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 to use that last week. Oh, I'm so mad at myself. God. I'm just saying, it is a phrase to describe an activity. Yeah. So I think it's fine. You I like it. You don't say to someone, do you want to come over to Netflix and chill? You right. say you want to come over and watch Netflix. Yeah. Right. You can't see my face right now, but... But the whole thing did something heavily. It did, it did start as, like, yo, maybe you can come over, you know, mm-hmm. throw on some Netflix and chill. Yeah. That's usually how it starts, but then in, later on, you guys are... Fuck it. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just found out what keeping it 100 meant, you know, earlier before this episode. So. You're white. It's okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I have you hanging around the south side of Providence for like. You don't want to do that, Maurice. <laughs> oh, you'll be fine. Can I wear my Ash Ketchum costume? <laughs> Carl, Carl just found out uh, where I grew up. I we, we I gave him a tour. We walked about. Oh, same like the island of the Dominican ground. Republic. <laughs> no, 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 where I grew up in uh, Providence. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Carl had no idea where that was. Now he does. That Literally around the corner from where my cousin lives. Right. Grew up as well. Correct. Actually, I grew up around the corner from Carl's cousin. Didn't know that. They're best friends. Right. It's sleepovers the whole time. <laughs> nah, she. Nah. <laughs> oh, man. Any closing thoughts on today's episode, boys? Uh, uh, All the pics are up. Check them out. See what you, you know, throw some hearts in there. <laughs> where can they uh, find us again? 
Oh, we're uh, looking to find those pictures again. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, you can find them on Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, Twitter Codex Prime Cast. You can email the show Codex Prime Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook uh, Codex Prime Podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> a takeover. Oh, God. You can also find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Yes, please. Yeah. Give us some reviews. We're yeah. waiting. We got a couple. We need a couple more. I can't get my own. I will. Show some love, people. Show some yeah. love. You know what? It's it's, it's 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 a little price to pay for the hours of <laughs> entertainment that we provide you. Right. As you're mowing Every the lawn. Every week. Every week. Episodic. You're mowing the lawn. You're driving to work, from work. Right. At, at work. work. At work. Yeah. Maybe you're delivering mail. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a mailman out there, or mailwoman, mail carrier, that listens to the show. Give us a review. Oh, there's a couple. Yeah. That <laughs> no, we personally know. So. That's right. I, yeah, I, knew, I know at least of one of them. I knew one of them at least. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you, specific male person. Review the show. Review it. Thank you. But if there's nothing else, we'll catch you all next week. Later, nerds. Peace out, everybody. Later. See you next week. Now go Netflix and chill. <laughs>